Oh, boop. beep. There we go. The boop of glory. Boop, boop. Are these separate audio lines for the mics? Yeah. Oh, see? You can... So we can pan it, pan it slightly? For... Or, or just phase it, like every two seconds it switches. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the listener feels like we're orbiting around <laughs> them. I like it. <laughs> you are the center of our universe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can just do this for the intro, where people listen and like... <laughs> I mean, this is weird because usually we have like cameras and people, and this time it's just two mics and normal room lights. Yes, yeah, yeah, because we're we we we've done we filmed the, the Christmas episode, That's which the was video supposed one. to be like let's do this quickly at the start, and then mm. we do our normal podcast. But it turned out to be three hours of recording. Well, it's when we entered the studio and, and they were like, "How long do you need for the recording?" And we were like, "I don't know, fifteen, twenty minutes." And I was like, "How many features are you doing?" Thirty-two, and then. It dawned on us. Well, you're quite good at maths, aren't you? So you, I could <laughs> multiply thirty-two by two because like, two minutes per feature is probably appropriate. <laughs> Turns out, yeah, sixty-four minutes of raw content plus the next levels of the bracket plus outtakes. It, it was a lot. Uh, yeah, again, it was more work than we intended, but I, it, it's probably going to be fine. It's probably going to be it's fine. Fine. So at least, at least we're not doing like each feature in its own video as we did last year because yeah, uh, last, time, last time we ended up with like negative subscriber count on the last <laughs> Apple videos <laughs> <laughs> just basically people going like oh shut up not these oh, not these guys again <laughs> spamming my inbox oh. I'm really tired oh really I'm tired because of so, me or just like well yes but also <laughs> in general no uh well, I've I've got kittens. Uh, I don't know when 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 do when do they stop being kittens and become cats? What's the I never know because people still no. call my dog a pup. And he like, looks like a pup. Well, he's always going like to look pup. like a pup. He's a dachshund. He's just got to stay small. Oh, there you go. Then. Also, he's an idiot. So. <laughs> well, so um, one of our cats is particularly or kittens uh, <laughs> is is. It's a bit nonchalant. Like uh, it, it sort of hangs out around the house. If you go up to see it, it's kind of like, "Oh, hi, how's it going?" But other than that, it's not a lot of affection. Uh, but this cat just turns on the affection at random times. Like it will go from, "I literally don't care about your existence," to, "Oh my god, I love you so much, Mon, and I need to express this however I can." And unfortunately, the time it tends to do this is at four in the morning. It's got love and time. And it's not a food thing, right? It's not like wanting food. It just, just in the, wake up in the middle of the night with this cat face pressed against my face with the loudest purring. That's good. That was really good. <laughs> and then it just sort of rolls around my face. And, and I could just kick it out, but it's kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, like when, when my dog ha- also has these moments when... He just decides, oh my god, you are the center of my universe. And he just basically runs up the couch, jumps into my face and starts licking my face. That is not nice. Well, your dog's always like that. Because you, you bring the dog to the office. Yeah. And whenever you walk away, the dog looks like you're gone forever. <laughs> yeah. And, and I it, think he thinks that's actually what's happening. I'm yeah. abandoning him and he will never see me again. And then when I come back, he's like, oh my god, I thought you were dead. But yeah. this is the happiest day of my life. <laughs> The thing that happens every time when you go away, you come back, it's happened again, and I'm so happy. The best part yeah. was, like, once we, I gave him to my partner, and she walked away, realized that I had the keys, so she had to come back. It was literally 20 seconds later, and he freaked out. because, thought, oh, my God, <gasps> He's you <still> are... St- <laughs> <laughs> he is an idiot. Uh, I've, as I've been to... Uh, it's been Christmas party season. 
as well. Yeah. I've been doing that. I, I, uh, I went to the pub uh, last week met with uh, my old boss, Phil Hawksworth, who now works for Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. I didn't know he was your old boss. Mm, yeah, he used to be my manager at an agency. Um, and we ended up upstairs in this pub, because it was really busy, because mm-hmm. everyone's doing their party stuff. We ended up upstairs. 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 <laughs> we ended up upstairs at the pub. Uh, and because it was quieter, but all the tables were reserved for Johnny. Ah, oh, damn you, Johnny. Damn, damn Johnny. At, uh, but, it, but it was reserved at half six and we were there at half five because we you know, like to start early. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get the beer in. You gotta get the beer in. Um, and then it, but then it got to half six and we were like, well, what do we do now? So we thought like, let's just, let's just blend in. And we tried to blend in by Take just chances. Well, just every now and then we would say out loud something like, "Oh, this place just classic bloody Johnny in it," <laughs> and then just get back to our normal chat in the hope that people would be like, "Oh yeah, they're part of." They know Johnny. They gotta be real. They really know Johnny, and we got away with it for um, forty-five minutes or so until one guy leaned over and he was like, "Oh, excuse me, lads, uh, we're probably going to need this table at some point," and. Still chanting it, I was like, "Oh, so you're, you're here for Johnny's thing as well?" And he went, uh, "I am Johnny." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, okay. <laughs> this hasn't worked. Has well it? played. But just as we were, you know, think fair play, let's go. As we stood up, we heard behind us say, "Jake, Phil," and we turned round, and um, it was a guy called Jason Masut who uh, no, was, I a, was Sunder or something. Uh, no, it's uh, once again from a previous job. Oh. Uh, a UX designer, uh, and it was also Andy. And Bush. he actually worked for Johnny. Uh, he, he knew Johnny, and oh. it turns out it was a UX meetup. And so now we Suddenly were legitimately were there. <laughs> <laughs> so we stayed. We hung out with UX folks in London, and I, I think that story is probably. Oh, I kind of said I missed out on that one. Now actually, it's, it's probably quite a boring story for people in San Francisco, where you can't move for. Yeah, they want the opposite. Tech. They just want to be in the meetup once where there's not people they know. Exactly, you know, tech people. But it was quite nice. Quite nice uh, chatting to, to UX folks. So from that, that. that point in, you didn't even have to pay for your own drinks anymore. No. That, yeah, yes, we did. It wasn't. Oh. It wasn't that kind of event, oh. unfortunately. So oh. but, yeah, still playing London prices, unfortunately. But but we got to, to chat to. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that yeah, was really nice. So what have you been up to? Um, I, I, I'm in end of year mood. You know, we had CDS. Oh, yeah. Which was, it feels like ages ago, even though it was pretty much literally a month ago. I think it took years off my life. Yeah. I lost 10 years on stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> what happened? What happened to you? So. <laughs> so I was due for two talks at CDS. Two and a half. I had a cameo in our squish talk, which I guess we're going to talk about a bit yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Um, I gave a talk with Paul Lewis about the actor model and web app architecture. Yeah. The, the actor model? I thought yeah. you said the ecto model, which sounds a lot cooler. You no, should do act- the ecto model. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, anyway, actor. A- actor model. Okay. Um, like actors. Yeah. And, and I gave a talk about Houdini because Houdini is becoming a thing. And, yeah. you know, so I, I started giving my talk as you do. I gave it... I, I committed multiple fallacies, actually, in the Better premise. Than committing fallacies. <laughs> committing fallacies to Git <laughs> and, and then pushing to master? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, step one, I didn't use the stage laptop. I used my own. That's already, you're, you're already considered uh, no, a diva. That's, that's not, yeah, that, but that's right from my book of... I know, because you're always stuff. a diva. Always, yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I know my laptop. I know the quirks yeah. of my laptop. I, I want to use my laptop. 
I didn't care so far in my life. This time I did because step two, second fallacy, I used not Keynote, not Google Slides. I used the slide framework, the author of which is you. Yes, it is. (laughs) And (laughs) and just for the record, everybody wanted me to use it because, oh, you're going to have tech. You are the master of tech problems on stage. Um, Sometimes the the projector just cuts out or you get a black screen or even just... Fancy colors. Yeah, there have been stories, but I Mm. think none of the tech problems have ever been related to the usage of your slide framework. No, no. And just, you know, for the record, I have been really enjoying using it because oh. suddenly I have the power or the knowledge of CSS to position my stuff, which in Keynote you don't. So yeah. you, Keynote is great at positioning. It has like the, the center anchor thing and you can like center, like you can usually do a pretty nice layout, but then you want to change a single letter and your entire layout just wobbles around and you have to start yeah. all over. And Especially it if it's code. Then yeah. it's like, I've, I've got a slide that delivers like the code line by line, but that means you've got like... 18 slides. And that first line is in every slide. And, and if you change, want to yeah. change something... It's, oh, it's super yeah. annoying. Yeah. And so with that, you suddenly have CSS layouting and you have JavaScript, JavaScript code to, to blend in and uh, to fade in stuff. It's yeah. been really nice. I, felt much, highlighting, yeah. I felt much more confident like going all in on animations, which I think help a lot to so just explain a concept. Right. So that was my second fallacy. I not a stage laptop. I used the slide framework with HTML slides. Yep. And the third biggest fallacy is I needed Canary for the slides to work. Yes, it's good. <laughs> yes, and I warned you in advance. Yes, many people this. did. And I was like, yeah. I'm j-, because you know what? Canary updates every day, yes. and on some days Canary is just straight up broken in yes, to is. the point it just doesn't boot. You have to yeah. wait a day until the next version is pushed out, and then you can use Canary again. Canary really is a nightly build. It is completely unstable. Yes. So and I was just what like... What I try and do in that situation is do my own build of Chromium. At I've a particular never commit. built Chrome in my life, and I wasn't going to start now. So I just, That's fair. I, I'm that just fair. not going to restart Chrome and just hope <laughs> that it doesn't update. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I wonder how this worked out. Yeah, what happened? So I went on stage. I gave the first 10 minutes of my talk going great. Yeah. Everything perfect. Superb. And um, so I think I was the, there was a break, another talk, then my talk. Yeah. So I gave my laptop to the, to um, Miles. Miles. Our, yeah. is, AV guy. AV does guy. Does a lot of the so events, yeah. I don't want to undersell him because he's brilliant, but I actually don't know. I know his job title on LinkedIn is Immerge- Immersive Stage Experiences. Use that then. I know. So he's yeah. our Immersive Stage Experience person. Yep. Um, get up to him. He plugged it in. We did a quick check in the break. Everything was going great. Notes were there. Slides were there. And then suddenly, ten minutes into my talk, the the, the I went on stage actually, and the clicker just didn't work straight oh. up. And I was like, Good "All stuff. right, that's shitty." I, so I, usually, I like to walk around and use my hands to talk because I, you know, use my hands a lot. Oh, so that's why you were. But, behind the laptop. Yeah, so, the but that's right, when I went okay, to the podium okay. and my laptop was because the clicker didn't work. Oh, all right, that's right. fine. That's that's. You Should know. use a switch controller. That's what that works <laughs> I wanted me. to. I had it with me, but it kept disconnecting. I didn't want to oh. like go on stage, have to set up the this Bluetooth connection. This talk was cursed. It was, from absolutely. The start. You should have just given up. <laughs> just walk back off stage. Oh, f*** it. Sermaswear for Christmas. It's been a while, actually. Yeah, there you go. And suddenly, yeah, like even being at the keyboard, clicking forwards the slides, it didn't do it like the next slide just didn't appear for some reason and, I, thought, and oh. I was like huh what's happening and then I tried to go out of full screen mode to see if I had an error on the console or just see what's going on nothing happened and then you know when you do the the four finger swipe up to, to zoom move. out yes. all the windows yeah. nothing happened and then after 10 seconds it started doing this zoom out animations but at like 
two frames per second. Y- yes. Right. Is this is this is deli- I mean we're going to link to this video. Yeah. Because it's it's delightful to watch. Um, <laughs> if you're into Schadenfreude. And this, <laughs> but this is where this is where I sort of became aware of the story because I was at this point backstage. Yeah. Um, and we've got a live feed, but the live feed laptop had just stopped playing. Uh, so it wasn't really live anymore. <laughs> so well, so yeah, well, because I was writing the next intro stuff and getting ready for whatever. But then I thought, oh, you know, I kind of wanted to see Sam's talk, so I went and refreshed the laptop, and and what was presented to me was this slow animation <laughs> happening. I was like, that's not supposed. To- oh, oh, he's having, oh, he's having troubles. Like, what, 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 what do we do? What do we do? Um, and so I was like, we need to, we we should get on stage yeah. and sort of fill while you're yeah. doing what you're doing. Um, <laughs> Trying to figure stuff out. So at that point, it was apparently it felt like probably five minutes into the tech problems. I actually I thought I think Supercharged doing live streams prepared me quite well to you know you, you en- dealt with it so entertain well. an audience really while good. I'm debugging. So, I would have sweated all the water out of my. I would have rode a wave of my own sweat out of the building, which also would be quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> so I I was thinking on stage, what is going on here? Did I just run into the weirdest Chrome bug? Did I have like, you know, like sometimes Chrome just locks up at 100% CPU usage and the mm. tab becomes unusable. I just want to reopen it, but nothing worked. And then in the end, um, I just said, okay, I'm just going to have to hard reboot it. Reboot the laptop, why not? I've, yeah, at that point, I've tried to do that before. At that it's, point, Paul yeah. Enrico had come on stage and started dancing to, yes. to yeah. distract the audience. Do you know why I wasn't on stage with them? No. Because in the talk beforehand, because it was me, Paul, and Mariko doing the, the MCing, so you were able that one of the MCs got a break mm. every time, and it was my turn for a break, and that was when I thought I'm going to have a poo, because it had been like it, it had to really schedule it. It was really difficult. It's it's a tight schedule. It, yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you were going. When you said the word tight, and I was like, <laughs> it's a tight schedule. Uh, I'm going to s- squeeze it in and out. <laughs> is is um, this really going to make it I to the podcast? I don't know. Let's see. Um, I needed a poo. And I didn't want to be all mic'd up. Not uh, part, It was obviously <laughs> the part of worry. The, yeah, worry number one was... weighed in from backstage with well, a voice. Well, I was more worried about just the cables just getting in the way. So I'd unmiked. So they were on a stage, and I was like, "Come on, mic me up. Let's go. I need to <laughs> I want to go out and help, help as well." Um, yes, and by the time I reached the stage, uh, Paul and Mariko were just dancing. I, I, it was really surreal. Yeah, Paul was, told me afterwards. Like at the start, he saw apparently he was in a different green room. We had two green rooms. Mm. Apparently, he was another one and saw like was there when he saw the first thing go wrong, mm. and said to Mariko chill he so i can usually bounce back from these things and then after five minutes of me doing awkward one-liners to keep the audience entertained while i debug my laptop he was like we should go on stage now go go help yeah. absolutely uh so while that was happening i started retrying while they were dancing and doing other things as well telling mm. stories i restarted my laptop and after turning it off i want to turn it back on and it said mate your battery is just charged and i was like no so that so, so I your looked. Ba- at, your laptop wasn't plugged in, right? There's more to the story. Oh, okay, <laughs> much more. 
You're enjoying these mics a lot. <laughs> that was really creepy. We're, we're leaving that in. Um, so I re- saw that the charger had slipped out a little bit. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's probably it. I mean, I had the laptop running, Canary yeah. with some pretty CPU extensive demos, yeah. lots of animations, two external screens, a 4K projector for the slides, a 1080 screen for the notes. That, yeah, that did. That, that, that will put my the discrete GPU probably into overdrive and probably drain a battery quite quickly. Yeah. yeah. And so I just plugged it back in and thought, well, it should start back up now. And it did. And I turned everything back on. And I think you remember the scroll coming back on screen after some time, yeah. the scroll yeah. slide. And then I pressed next slide and the beach ball of death happened. Yeah. And it didn't work. And you know what? It was one of those moments where you just felt like everyone was like, oh, it's 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 fine now. And then when that beach ball it's appeared, not. it was just a wave of misery. <laughs> so at that point, I saw from the corner of my eye that Chris and John already got ready to give their talk who were on mm. after me. And I think so we kind of, with just looking at each other, decided that go off stage, try to fix it, and we'll see if yeah. we can get you back on or not. So I did that, grabbed my laptop. By the way, audience was great. Yes, super supportive. They, I got so many so messages supportive. of support on Twitter and everywhere else. Like nobody was even trying to make fun of me, which was super nice. Yeah, um, and, but it's it's the worst I think I've seen a talk go badly, right? Yeah, it's super unfortunate. I've seen people, like I've, I've, I've been at conferences where there's just been a power cut and <laughs> that, that puts an end to a talk pretty quickly. Yeah. But it's sudden. Yeah, it's, it's just like, the okay, talk is over now. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, you, don't, uh, you, you, you don't have this glimmer of hope that you can fix it. Which, and that's what you had. Yeah. It was, it was watching you push the rock up the hill time and time again. <laughs> MC Sisyphus in the house. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Rolls back down. Um, So I went off stage, went to the green room, got got a lot of hugs from people backstage. It was nice. Uh, Put in my lap, plugged in the laptop, charged it, checked it. Everything was back up and running. All good. And then after John's and Chris's talk, you basically gave me a bit of a break time. Yes. So I can go back out, give my talk. Of course... It's because at that point I have restarted my computer, meaning I had restarted Chrome Canary, meaning I had updated Chrome Canary. Yep. And as fate will have it, <laughs> CSS Paint was buggy in that day's release of Chrome Canary. Brilliant. So I had an all snap on stage, but to be honest, that was the easiest problem to solve. I just skipped the slide and Off you went. Fin- finished my talk. Oh. And afterwards, I think I figured out what actually went wrong here. Because when I rewatched the talk, because that's the thing I definitely wanted to rewatch, I saw that even when the slow-mo expose animation was happening, mm. which I now know is because the laptop was busy persisting to this because it was about to shut down because of empty battery. Right. Um, the symbol at the top showed that it was charging. So that at that point, the, the charger hadn't slipped out. But I remember that Miles said that we had multiple cables there and we could plug in laptops, uh, tablets, and phones to project them. So my hunch is Your that by accident, one. I was plugged into a phone charger. Which is not good Wh- enough for no, a MacBook. No, which, which probably makes Mac think, oh, I'm charging. I can put my GPU into full overdrive mode. While right. under the hood, actually discharging. Which would also explain why when I plugged the charger properly back in and reset my laptop, it, it would still just... Didn't go help. bad because still no battery technically. Well, I think I think you did really well. It's and we because in the main video, yeah, they, I asked them to. So the, we upload all the videos, yes, right. And I asked them to leave the dancing in, leave leave the failure in because it's part of the talk now. Yeah. Like I made so many references throughout the rest of my talk when I finished it that it would seem weird. I feel like if they 
left out the failure, and sadly, they did cut out most of it. They so, just cut it out. I was yeah. Really so basically, sad. what you hear in the in the edited version is me going, "Oh no, my laptop froze," and then I just continue as normal. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a, a bit odd. Um, so I did download the the actual live stream and cut out the the raw version and uploaded it to my own YouTube channel um, as the Brilliant. honest edition. And that's the one we're going to link to. Yeah, because yeah. Um, we'll link to the timestamp of uh, as things go. Minute twelve. Is it minute? <laughs> <laughs> in your next talk, you're just going to be sweating looking at the timer when it counts over to 12 Maybe I'll just minutes. add a slide where everything goes up in flames. <laughs> Brilliant. And um, so, yeah, that, that was my CDS experience after already, if you've listened to the last podcast, I was not sure if I ever was going to make it because I still didn't have a passport. I did in the end. I did have a passport. So that all was, was good. It's, but it worked out well in the end. Kind of. Yeah, people said it was the best talk, which seems like... Weird thing to say, but I guess hashtag relatable contents. Yeah, I I think it's it is a masterclass in dealing with issues on stage way that way better than I would, um, and, and it's worth watching just for oh, the you. dancing. I think uh, the, so. the dancing alone, <laughs> Mariko and and Paul did really well. Like that, that was. Oh, thank some... you. <laughs> you didn't dance, mate. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you went off stage when they asked you to dance. I did. Yeah, it's like, I'm not doing <laughs> that. Screw that. I'm doing something else. We should talk about the web. Yeah. We should talk about the web. We could um, talk about CDS web, where we, you know, Scrooge. We've never talked about Scrooge on here. We've only hinted at it at this weird image compressor thing that we've been writing. We released a thing. We released a thing. We built and like released a, a thing. Pepper, we, pepper, that we start to end. Didn't really keep a secret on this podcast, but... No, we also didn't talk no. about it. Yeah. It's, I was thinking, you know, the amount of times we were talking about image compression and wasm. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, it's a whole story. There's a whole intent behind it. Yeah. Because it says Codex, and, you know, as you said in your talk, it's like people go like, oh, oh Codex is the best. Just look at this image. It's 80 times smaller than anything else you've ever seen. Yeah, so I, I guess we should say what it is. Yeah. It's Scrooge.app. It's an image compression dot tool. App GUI. A dot yeah. app, yeah. We got the managed to bag a dot app. And, uh, yeah, it's just... I I hate all of the... I don't hate... This is That's the wrong way to start. Um, a lot of image compressors are command line tools and nothing else. Yeah. And some of the best ones are. And I feel like how I want to learn about image compression is is visual. I want to With tweak stuff. Images. <gasps> yeah, I want to see the difference. Like I, I did that. What does it change? Is it better? Is it worse? Yeah. Because um, lots of the flags that, you know, even on the web P, the different options that the command line tool exposes, you look at them, they're like... Still don't know what, what they do. What, yeah. what do they do? What does it mean visually? Like, how yeah. do I, does it affect my image? Yeah. What does slight loss in lossless mode mean? Yeah, or trellis optimization in uh, Moz JPEG is one of my favorites. I still don't really know what that means. But yeah, we just we're just able to use Wasm to take these codecs that are written in C, put them on put them on the web, and we did. We and we did it. Yeah, you, I mean, you did most of the Wasm. The Wasm. Yeah, I was thing. already looking into Wasm, which just um, makes sense. But the, one of the things I wanted to prove, because um, there, there were, I, okay, we see a lot of. Small to medium-sized projects launching like, with 800k bundles. We wanted to kind of just well for ourselves get a feel for why that happens and what the way to make that not happen is. It's a good sentence. That, nah, right? nah, wow, that was brilliant. Um, <laughs> good thing you're not marketing. But there, <laughs> but there was also there's definitely people in, internally at Google uh, who feel that you you can't hit our more extreme performance budgets and user framework at the same time. Yeah, and we wanted to. Kind of, I felt like it wasn't that like you could use a framework and still hit those budgets, but we wanted to find out. 
And I feel like we, we did. did. <laughs> it, we, it was under under five. It was under five seconds on two G that you get to the first interaction. Yeah, just let really, that sink in a little bit. Under five seconds on two G, that's pretty damn that's, great. It's okay. I'm really glad we hit it because it turns out that that's what we'd written in the abstract for the talk, <laughs> which was written way before we were really into the development yeah. of the app. So, <laughs> and, it, and um, I cheated a little bit. On the, did we? Yeah, I did. On the the screenshot of uh, of of showing that it's under five seconds mm-hmm. on two G, that was on a laptop. On a slow mobile, it does not. It's, <laughs> it's like five point two seconds, and I was like, ah, it's gonna cheat. That's <laughs> gonna fine. cheat. Use a different screenshot. Um, cherry pick the data. Why not? But but I mean, there's a, definitely at the extreme end. We managed to get yeah. the first interaction done in fifteen k. And I think that's um, that's that the, includes fonts. That includes. And I think like, that's the, yeah. the biggest trick because people are like use bundlers and then they download their bundle for get for booting the app. Yeah. And we've done the thing where we we have a bundler or we use a bundler, we use Webhack because we wanted to use what the community uses to get yep. a feel for it. And we use Preact as the, and we the use framework. Preact for our framework. Yep. 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 But we wanted to show that, you know, Webhack Webhack's main job is to do code splitting, to put anything that you import dynamically into a separate file so you can use it, load it at a later point in time. Yes. So our main bundle, the initial bundle, is the small one, the one that gets loaded super quickly and has only the code it needs to boot the app and get the initial interactions working. Yeah, and, and there was some there's been some criticism of of the kind of claims we've made on, on Screenshot saying that it's a new app built with new tools, it's not massive, it's not a team of hundred people on it. Um, I mean let's let's be honest, the Wasm codecs are not small. No, and this is this is what I wanted to get to is like the the first interaction of Scroosh is the same as the first interaction on Photoshop, like which is a, a massive app. Yeah, um, and that's it's kind an of the opening point dialogue. It's yeah, it's like it's like here is the thing. Do you want to open an image? And that's the, it's the same. It's the same Photoshop, and so it's less about the size of the app because like, the app is going to get bigger. Yeah. We're going to add more features. And we're going to add think more codecs. A lot of people misunderstand, or maybe we're not good at, at phrasing our advocacy. Mm. Oh, your app can be bigger than 200K. Yeah. It's about the initial bundle. It's about yeah. how much you download to get your app started. Yeah. You can load much, much more in the background. We don't really care. Like, yeah. it's, it's completely like, compatible with, what, with our advocacy to, to load a one megabyte app, even though you should have good reason to load a megabyte. But it is possible as long as your inter- initial bundle is smaller. And th- most things have a very limited set of first interactions. Yeah. Like, um, in some cases, it's reading. It's like l- just looking at the thing, right? If, yeah. it's, if it's a stocks and shares app, it's like you want to see that squiggly line that doing probably whatever it does. probably zero JavaScript. It needs zero JavaScript, I would say. Uh, same with like a news article. For us, our first interaction is really opening an image. So yeah. we did need JavaScript for that. Um, but we did it in 8K of JavaScript, and that's actually a lot of JavaScript for those yeah. interactions. Like, they, they, to be fair, we are probably kind of like fetishists when it comes to file size. That's but, true. That's but, absolutely true. But like, when we, once we hit 8K, it's like and 8K without putting in too much effort because it really was yeah, just diminishing. Take, take the main part of the app and shove that into uh, a lazy loaded module, and it it was a very relatively small change and job yeah. done. And it means now that we we can add to the main part of the app and that 15k stays 15k which is really nice I'm yeah. sure that 15k will grow as well 
uh, as we there's some things that we have to add into that first bundle. Yeah, like some small things we've added by now, like the prevent the pinch zoom on iOS. Yeah, which yeah. should probably just add a, a miniature amount of Gzip bytes, but still, it's it's a small addition. Exactly. And we so. just, I think it's just interesting for people to see that when a PR comes in, the first thing we kind of look at is it in the main bundle or not, and if it's in the main bundle, we will look very closely how necessary it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's an attitude we want to see more in the web ecosystem in general. Absolutely, and and even things that, that go into the main bundle, we're still trying to we're, we're treating that the 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 sort of the second bundle as the bit that loads the UI. Yeah, um, but we still separate that again from the bit that compresses the images, so we get yeah. this kind of multi-stage load. So although the whole app is four hundred k, you you are up and running in fifteen. Yeah, you are. Looking at an image in the editor, you're able to play with settings in an extra twenty or thirty k. It's it's like it's not a lot, uh, and it is yeah. just like you just it's, it's that whole it's that progressive loading element of the web. Yeah, um, streams, streams. Yeah, it it it's bringing that back to a sort of uh, oh, and just for the record, of course, it uh, uses Service Worker. It works offline. Of course, it does. Yeah, <laughs> and we use workers. We actually use them. Use two of them. Two workers. Yeah, because we have the split view. Yes, and you can technically have two different compression algorithms for each side. So each side gets their own worker to do the encoding. Inside the worker, we use WASM because we just took the C libraries for ModsJPEG and WebP and all the other things and just compiled them to WASM yeah. and run them on the web. Because <laughs> that was totally easy, wasn't it? That was complete. I mean, it, it varies. Like WebP, actually easy. Actually very enjoyable to transpile. OptiPNG <laughs> was a lot of work. It took a while until we landed on OptiPNG because our preference was... Add p- PNG, Adv- yeah. <laughs> but that, yeah. The, but these tools are written to deal with the file system only. They weren't sort of yeah. like separate. Yeah, and the fact that they work on files is actually very deeply ingrained in the code. Mm. There isn't just a routine where you give a memory buffer and it's like compress this PNG image, but it like does all the. It sometimes works in place on the file. Like it never loads the entire file, but just does it in place. Oh, that's interesting. And the, I mean, technically, I think. MScript can emulate a file system, and I think we use that we've now. PNG, but it was do, yeah. so hard, it just wouldn't compile. Ah. Because well, you can't just use the standard library, right? Like you have to use the mocked version from MScript, and then sometimes there's slight incompatibilities, and it gets weird. It's it it it's been surprisingly doable, but there's still lots of things that could be easier in WASM and MScript land. But there's a there's a Rust port of OptiPNG yes. out now, which is multi-threaded. It's oh, it's not so much a port; it's sort of a rewrite. Yeah, but using the same concepts, and Rust compiles to WASM very well. Yes, yes, it and does. the multi-threading thing is starting to be a, a thing in WASM. So I think yeah, I mean, gonna, we are going to look at that. We have mul- we have threats WASM threats in Chrome now because yeah. we have site isolation. Woo! Yes, so that's definitely something to look at. I'm really excited about that, actually. I yeah, I mean, should we talk about a bit what what we have planned for Squoosh? Oh, I said still secret. Oh no! I don't think it's secret all in GitHub, yeah. isn't it? I mean, I mean the, the, but I'm what, more excited to find out what we've got planned because I don't. <laughs> I mean, the, the the biggest feedback that we've got because so far, Squoosh, you drop in an image, you see it, you get a split view, you can zoom and everything, and you can change the parameters. Mm-hmm. And once you're satisfied with the output, you can download the generated file in this compressed format and be done with it. Yes. But obviously, people wanted to do that with multiple images. So what they want to see is batch processing. Yes, yes, absolutely. No, that's one of the right. biggest the... requests we have seen. The other biggest request, ironically, has been a CLI for Squoosh, which is interesting <sighs> because in no, no, Squoosh is just mscripted versions of the CLIs that already exist. Yes. So if you need to run it in your build script, just use the CLIs. 
that, yeah, like use like, the WebPCLI, use the MessageJPEG. It'll CLI, be faster. It's the same thing. Or use FFmpeg or uh, Image Magic. They are all out there. They do yes. the CLI. They are the perfect CLIs. They are battle tested. Yeah. Uh, we, I think, we would shoot ourselves in the foot trying to do that. So it, it, there's a thing. Whenever something does that that circular thing, it reminds me of um, React uh, Native DOM for web. <laughs> so, Street Fighter, the, com- the computer game. Yeah. Uh, they made a movie of it. Of course I did. Street Fighter movie. They called it. They mm-hmm. thought a lot about that. But then they released a game based <laughs> on the movie. <laughs> so they're in Street Fighter the movie, the game. Can you imagine someone is... sitting there going like, this would make a great computer game. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, that, that was out on the on the Sega Saturn. Um, and, and arcade boxes, it were, which are two completely separate games. Uh, anyway, because I've done a lot of research into this because I'm, <laughs> I'm sort of totally fascinated by this. It, it, was, um, it looked very much like Mortal Kombat because they used digitized the people from the film. Oh, they had like the weird sprite thingy going on. So it looked a lot more like Mortal Kombat than, than Street Fighter. But yeah, I, so whenever there's like, oh, you know, can we have a CLI for this tool built of CLIs? And I was like, <laughs> nope, because Mortal Kombat, yeah. the, no, we, Street was, Fighter, the movie, the game. I guess some people were seeing the project because actually we were quite proud a lot of news sites picked up on Squoosh it was really nice it's like, yeah they we, said people saying things like Google Chrome Labs has released and we're like no no it's us a couple of idiots it's, yeah <laughs> it's several it's just us yeah I think uh, my favorite tech tech bullshit line was written in the language of WebAssembly yes it, yes because we didn't use any JavaScript at all did we <laughs> no no so you don't write WebAssembly you morons but okay <laughs> so, so I, 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 I I tech led the project um, and I is that a verb I don't know because I don't know. If, I don't know if I enjoyed tech leading. I enjoyed the building definitely, um, but I did. The only bit of management nonsense I did was, uh, well, Paul Kinlan said the team name. He gave us a team name. He said, "I want to create this Web HD team." Yeah, sure. That the like, web is capable of high fidelity experiences or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's probably a narrative in there because Kinlan always uses the word narrative in everything. Yes, the narrative in the vertical narratives, <laughs> and uh, so so then. Um, I was told that when I started talking to people about it, they were like, well, why have you, why are you called WebHD? There's, there's this other project in Chrome called WebHD. In you, Chrome, even. Yeah. Right? You can't have this same... This is, this is silly. And I think we were um, the first, actually. But they were just we? Over, I think so, but they oh. just overruled us. But the... I wasn't particularly keen on the name anyway. But So going into the meeting where I had to sort of justify the project, um, I thought, I'm not going to change the name because that will give something for management to really focus in on. <laughs> And asked to change, and I felt really, I felt like it was really bad. But it, it worked. I went and said, like, the first thing I goes, "Hi, uh, so we're part of this team, WebHD." And I saw like <laughs> people wince in the room, looking confused. I was like, uh, "And anyway, we're going to build an image compression uh, web app, and it's going to it's going to be fast, and you know, uh, do all this stuff." Uh, what, what, what do you think? And they're like, um, "Yeah, no, that all that sounds fine. You need to change the name of the team." It's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> But otherwise, everything else we just yeah yeah okay excellent brilliant brilliant and brilliant. bye 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 bye, 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 bye. <laughs> go and do that but I think that in the team chat we actually just talked it was Jason Mariko you and myself mm. and I think Mariko looked up the chat and posted it on Twitter even but in the end we just ended up with Halumi Halumi yeah it's Team uh-huh. Halumi yep <laughs> I don't even just, know we just why picked, <laughs> picked a random well, I like Halumi it's quite nice yeah uh, and yeah why not like, similar to how we ended up within, nice with it, with the app name. Squish, squish. It was Jason, I think. Yeah. Just, yeah. He had a W in there. I, I oh, wanted yes. to have umlauts in there, but apparently we ditched those. Halfway yeah, it's through. difficult on a domain. I would love to have a puny code URL. 
no, it probably would have stunted growth. <laughs> I think it didn't know how to type it out. It's like, yes. <laughs> Two summer squares we're in. Oh, we're on, on a roll. Yep. I'm, I'm too relaxed. So, off the back of that, one of the things, because we, we're looking at adding other features, like you say, but we're also using it as an experiment thing. So, something I've been looking at is the share target yes. API. That is. That you want to talk about. Yes. Um, it's, it's, it's the more I think about it, it's a, a huge thing for the web because that is the missing yep. plumbing between web apps. Yes. So share target is a thing already. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you get, it, you can only share text. Yes. Which so is like the thing, oh, I want to sh- share, like I, I, I got a text message and I want to share it as a tweet. I don't know why you would do that, but that's possible. I, right think, the, I think the main thing that we're looking at is sharing URLs. Yeah, URLs. Like um, you're browsing something, oh, let's make this a tweet and you just share. Oh, you yes. can actually use the Twitter and it will show the Twitter PWA because they declared themselves as a share target in their manifest. Yes, it did. Yes. Is that part of the share target already stable? Yes, it is. Oh, cool. Pretty, pretty, I, sure, I, I pretty lose, sure it is. <laughs> I, I lose oversight over what's in Canary and so what's I, in... I wasn't really confident there, though, so let's hope I'm right. Um, but the, the next part of it, and this is the part that's just in just in Canary right now, is... It's like two days ago. Is uh, As of two days ago, <laughs> uh, is for it to work with files. Yes. Blobs. So it's... There's, yeah, same thing. Same sort of pattern. In your manifest, you say... I accept files, and you should of send the them to this type, URL. Right? You have to say the MIME type. You can, optionally. Oh. That's optional. Um, you say, I, I accept these kind of files, um, and uh, and if someone tries to share one of these files to my app, send it to this URL. Like a separate entry point, for example. Like an entry mm-hmm. point, and then with uh, these fields. And what it does is it sends it as a post request. Yeah. So it's just as if you you had filled in a form with like a file. Um, so you get like a multi-part mime, multi-part mime body. Yes, yeah, that has, it, which has the fields, and then probably in a separate mime part, uh, the the image blob in a straight up binary, right? I yeah. think in post request. Yeah, yeah. Well, so um, and, and the way you handle out the way I've been experimenting with Squoosh is inside the. Uh, service worker mm-hmm. because post request is going to go straight to the service worker. Mm-hmm. Get the get the request. Just serve out the the app as it is. Meanwhile, in the request, I can do request form data, which will give me a, a form data object for all the, the fields. Yeah. For all the fields, I can get uh, the file as a file object, and then I can post message that to the page, and the page can then yeah. open that image and or open a new window. I think or, uh, it's up to you, it, right? It, it, it's not up to you because it's already a navigation because it's oh, a... Oh, sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's like, yeah, it's like a form submission. I mean, you say it's already navigation. What if I'm from a native app sharing to my app and there is no window for that? But an app will be... Rec- uh, the, the app will be launched. Ah, okay. Uh, and your service worker do is launched. Do you need to be installed to home screen or do you just need you to You need have... to be installed to home screen. Okay. I mean, um, it makes sense, right? Yeah. You would you wouldn't that's have, where the icon comes from. Yeah, and you don't um, want to have every site you ever visited to register a share target and have like 8 million apps in your share. Exactly. Picker. So you want to have only the installed ones. That makes sense. But it means as a result, you can go into um, like, yeah, a photos app and pick a photo yeah. and like share to Squoosh, which is, I mean, that's the ideal scenario. We haven't, no, we haven't quite got there yet, have we? <laughs> I think we're pretty close. It just seems like this. Obviously, it's in Canary like as of two days ago and we are the first users Basically, yeah, yeah. and so we're discovering all the bugs. Yeah, part part of the job. Uh, yeah, I've I've been filing a few bugs already, um, but it's the 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 idea of it. Once it works, and once a couple of the bugs get fixed, um, 
I mean, we'll probably launch with it as soon as we've got yeah, something usable. Let's, I mean, it's canary. It's a progressive enhancement. Other browsers will ignore the part in the manifest. It's going to be fine. Exactly. You built yeah. an interesting thing to test it, by the way, because you just built a, a small static form, a, yes. s- a site with a form on it that just posts a form to the localhost 8080 Scrooge development server, which is the same thing as if the operating system would fake a post request with a shared file. Exactly. So I was able to test all of the service worker parts. The plumbing. The plumbing uh, without having to install it on my phone. Because I sometimes had issues where a, a local host, it wasn't... Um, yeah, port forwarding with installed PWAs seems like something that could get iffy. Yeah, it was it was a bit of a mess. And so. I guess you could be using the staging URL. Uh, yeah, that's, so I've got uh, my, my little form. There's two forms there. There's one that points back to localhost and one that points to the staging uh, URL. <laughs> of course yeah, it, does. It, all, it all works. It's fine. Uh, it, well, it <laughs> but doesn't work because it's bugs, but uh, they'll get things done. Yeah, I found the pattern really interesting because I've never thought about that. You could literally just have a site with a form that posts to another app. Yes. Because course is then not a thing because it's it's targeted at the other URL, so you're allowed to read the post request. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's um, if you wanted to... Uh, once we land this uh, share target stuff, mm. we'll probably document the fact that well, you you could do just a post request uh, yeah. to Squish. So if you wanted to um, show Squish working with a particular image, then all you need to do is have post- a page which creates a form, yeah, um, and then call submit on that form. With that a would image require the page to know about Squish and implement that specific URL to post yes, to. And absolutely. share target gives you. A generic, yes, way absolutely. To do that. That's the yep. that's the value it adds. But interestingly, it also showed that this thing could have existed, but wasn't really talked about. The fact that you can just handle post requests in your service worker, which could come from any page with a normal form. Yes, that's it's JavaScript free, basically, right? You, yeah. you don't need JavaScript to do a post request with a form. Exactly. So yeah, that's what yeah, I found yeah. really really interesting, actually. Yeah. We we I, mean, I feel like we've talked a lot about Scrooge. <laughs> it's like it's I feel like we're sort of proud parents, right? Yeah, we so are. We've, I, th- we've I of... am very proud of that project because yeah, I actually use it. I have it on my phone, and every now and then when I send something by yeah. email, I'll throw it in there. And what I, I said, we should stop talking about it. Do you know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to carry on talking about it. <laughs> I it for me, it just highlights how good a job Mozilla have done with MozJPEG. Yeah, and how I just feel and for I've, some reason they don't use it in Firefox. And they don't use it internally <laughs> at Firefox, which is weird. But it just comparing to the stuff Photoshop kicks out, Moz um, JPEG is just so much better. It's like, why wouldn't you use it? Uh, and and hopefully the reason was because and we have the better UI, and we've got the better UI. <laughs> and I, maybe that's the, the reason people weren't using it, right? Is because it's, it's like Photoshop's a better UI for uh, you know until Scrooge. <laughs> maybe is that fair to say? I think so. <laughs> But yeah, the yeah, most JPEG is I think incredible. I think we have raised awareness about the codex and what difference it makes and what the different options are. Well, I hope so, and I hope we can continue to do so. Like, yeah. it, we we know there's we a have few... a couple of codex that we really want to get in there, just haven't had the time to. There's I some mean, on the we horizon. Probably would have had the time, but honestly, it's Christmas, it's December. And yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to do other things. Go on, let's talk about something else. Uh, so yeah, I mean, something that was happening literally after CDS is my favorite time of the year. It's Black Friday. Oh yeah! <laughs> it's it's when you, it's like I, did you I, get your consumer on? Yeah, you... I I I tend to like don't look back when go big. like no, not go big necessarily, but I I, I treat myself oh. because it's reduced, right? So I get myself a DSLR, which it's is like fine. you're saving money by oh, you got DSLR. Oh. I had DSLR. That's because okay. I had something I want to want to get into a little bit, yeah. taking better pictures, and I got myself for the first time I got a proper lens, 
mm-hmm. and it's very enjoyable. Suddenly, pictures work even in room lighting, which before just wasn't a thing. Mm. It just didn't look good, always blurry. Um, but I want to talk about that. I also got myself uh, new headphones because I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a headphone collector. Uh, I, mean, uh, I I have eight now. Eight head eight. <laughs> I felt disgusting having three pairs, and it was only because I one of my pairs is. A wired pair is is getting frayed. It's frayed on the edge, so I'm like, right, okay, yeah. I'm gonna replace, get get a new set. And I got some uh, cheap-ish Bluetooth ones um, just for the gym. Yeah, is, is the idea. Um, I might have backed a couple on Kickstarter and then bought another <laughs> nice one. <laughs> but the main pair you've got is the same pair as yeah, yeah. So we both have, have the Shures. The Shures. Oh, yeah. From Shure, I think you have a different speaker model. I, yeah, because I, that's ones. my first Black Friday at Google. I got those. Because oh right. <laughs> Um, But we both got the the same Bluetooth thingy-majig now. Yes. Which is really nice. And they they had the... There was the BT-1, the Bluetooth 1 adapter, and now they have the BT-2. And the BT-1 had like a six-hour battery life and had like this voice telling you six hours remaining yes. or something when you turn it on in a really bad robot yeah, voice it was kind of like the Bart and now and now the BT2 has a much better voice there's no white noise in the background no, no like no hissing in the background the voice is actually sounds like a human I'm guessing it's actual yeah. recordings of a human but yep. have you ever noticed how that um, how that lady reacts when you turn them off she, she sounds annoyed she, she, she says it in a way like like she knows that you're going to be back because she doesn't say like goodbye or something she says goodbye goodbye he's <laughs> <laughs> like both disappointed like, but also knowing that you will be back yeah sort of fine fine you'll come you'll come crawling back goodbye yeah goodbye I, I, I know you'll be back I, I, I know you I, I remember your face I'm, don't come crawling back to me <laughs> I don't I don't know how I feel about voices in I, I'm, I'm kind of what would you prefer cats yeah, <laughs> in general, yes, but it's, Morse code. I, I I feel. I mean, I know. Okay, we're, we work at a company that is betting big on assistant stuff, but I sometimes feel that these I things. Hate that. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel these things should talk less. Yeah. Um. Like for instance, the, the Google Home. Like if I, if I say, um, you know, hey Google, turn the lights off. I just felt my phone go off when I said that. <laughs> Next to me, I just, uh, just turn that off. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, hopefully, some people are listening to this on speakers, and that's gone triggered all the devices. Um, as, so I say, lights off. Uh, you know, after a bit, it goes okay. Turning off two lights in the living room, and actually, it says it in a British accent. I don't know why I did that in an American accent, but it's like I, I'm turning off two lights in the living room. Is that what yours does? <laughs> I would love if they offer a German accent, but they only do. Proper, like slightly racist German impersonation, but but it, I feel like I know that the lights are off. I'm now sat in total it. darkness. I don't, and and it, it's the same with some of the like the the sat nav. Like it, it, you know, it's you know, it, it says like take the second exit the roundabout, and then as you approach, it's like take the second exit roundabout, and then as on the roundabout, could take the second exit, and after you took the second exit, how do you rate the second exit of this roundabout? <laughs> do you remember the time you took the second stuff? exit? <laughs> yeah. And it, here's and some I, photos of the second exit that you took. I feel the same with the headphones. I, I wish they would just turn on, and only really tell me stuff if if it's pertinent, right? The battery's getting in the middle low. of your song. Your next song is going to be. It's, yeah. <laughs> Exactly, because so um yeah I'm I'm gonna be honest I am 
I hate the assistant stuff. I, oh. I feel like we're we're kids pretending to live in a Star Trek future when our understanding of human language is not there to actually <laughs> be in the Star Trek future. Because like I watch I watch TV. I have I have a Google Home, yeah. and the only thing I use it for is Music. when I put in a pizza. I say, "Hey Google, set a timer for fifteen minutes." Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I use it. That's the only thing um, I use it for. But then we watch TV, and every now and then it's just like, "Sorry, I can't help you with that right now." Yeah, out of nowhere. <laughs> It's, it's just like, yeah. wait, what? I just watched The Red Wedding. I don't need your help. <laughs> <laughs> Did I? I'm worried I talked about this in the podcast before. Did I talk about Jen's mum using the Google Home? Let's let's I, let's do it again. Let's do it anyway. Get more mileage out of that story. Because this, this, I mean, this was last this was last year, <laughs> last Christmas, last Christmas. You gave her Google. I home. gave her Google. Home. <laughs> and the very, very next, next day, day <laughs> I, no, she she kept it. It was fine. <laughs> so we were um, we were playing a game. Uh, where you were given a card and it was one of four choices and to, in order to pick one of these four choices you rolled a dice uh, or a die I believe is the right way to say it a four-sided die? now you've hit upon the issue here is six-sided die Z- I mean dice, four-sided dice do exist every role player like pen and paper role playing person will tell you that a four-sided dice? yeah like a tetrahedron oh yeah that would work well they cheaped out on this one and it's a six-sided <laughs> dice and I said hey it's fine it's going to be okay watch this Hey, Google, roll a four-sided <laughs> dice. Uh, my phone went off again. But does it do it? You're in airplane mode. Like, okay. Oh, you can't roll a four-sided die in airplane mode. It t- turns out you need the internet. How, <laughs> el- how else are you going to pick a number between one and four without the I internet? I mean, it's at scale, impossible. right? You want to you pick that number at scale. It's literally... <laughs> Let's, uh, um, okay, here we go. Hey, Google, roll a four-sided dice. Okay. You rolled a two. Oh, did you hear the little... <laughs> See? It's good. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, Google, pick a random number between one and four. Okay. All oh, the computing power. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it was two both times. This is like, like hard-coded return to. <laughs> It went to the same server twice. <laughs> the oh, we have was one server for, for the random number one. Oh, we, we just use DNS load balancing to pick the number. We've got one server per number. So <laughs> at some point... Oh, we have enough machines It just caps, anyway. out, caps out on the server. Anyway, so it was interesting watching... And I, I, uh, I'm, I don't want this to sound like I'm hating on old people using technology, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, so it, you know, Jen, Jen's mum can talk to humans. I've heard her do it. <laughs> she does it Citation very well. needed, mate. She, <laughs> but talking to the computer was very different, and so it came. Yeah, around. people go into like very enunciated, monotonic mode when they speak to computers. I feel like, well, I'll run you through the things she said if I can remember them as I, as I'm saying them. The, f- the first one she said, um, uh, "I'm not going to say the trigger word because it's just going to annoy me." <laughs> so, roll a dice for. She didn't understand for whom, <laughs> and, and then so it was like, okay. Next time it, it came to her go, she was like, and she stopped and thought about it because she wanted to get the words right. Uh, a dice for four, please. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you have a reservation? <laughs> that was your ultimate British word. Would you terribly mind <laughs> a dice for four? <laughs> What's that? What does that mean? Um, <laughs> And then next People time, just forget how to human. And then next time around, it was just roll the number four. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
<laughs> she, she, she can talk to humans fine, but it's, there's something about, you know, different talking to a machine. You've got to yeah. over, overthink it. Um, <laughs> should we talk about the web? <laughs> I feel like we maybe were at some point and we've just... Um, I, one of the things that I saw go intent to ship... Was... It never give me mics. It's just so enjoyable. <laughs> Um, it's, uh, God, I, I, can I just go on Christmas holiday now? I'm really tired. Okay, uh, in the internship for part. Do you mean shadow part? Colon colon part. Colon colon part. <laughs> I was trying not to say colon, but there it goes. The colon's well, out that's there. That's my job on this podcast. Double isn't colon. It? Always cross the boundary. Double colon's what we should have called this show. Um, but CSS part. Yes. Um, it's good. It's good. And so what it is is when you create a uh, web component and you're in the Shadow DOM, mm-hmm. on elements inside the Shadow DOM, you can use the part attribute. Mm-hmm. It's like part equals whatever you want. Whatever I want. Whatever you want. All right. Whatever you want. And now, on the custom element itself, like mm-hmm. you're back in the light DOM, uh, in your CSS, uh, you can do like whatever the element name is or whatever class name it has. Mm-hmm. Double colon. Part, open brackets, and, and that name. And so it's a way for you to create a, a custom element, but allow parts of the Shadow DOM to be styled from the mm. outside. So I this would basically, if I, for example, primary example is, an element of Shadow DOM is the video element. You have controls on that video yep. element. And maybe you want your play button to be orange and not black. Yep. And you we can use have like pseudo, play pseudo elements right now. And then your background that. image, orange, and now you're, it's orange. Yep. And so it's Great. a way to create your own pseudo elements. And that's landing, like landing, actually, sh- like shipping landing, yeah. like not experiment. Actually, I think I actually think I contributed to the spec. Did you? I did oh. because one of the problems was before that um, part was not included in specificity. So if you wanted to provide oh. a default styling in your sh- in your styles, right? Um, then sometimes in certain circumstances, the user provided styles would be overwritten by your shadow DOM styles. Oh, um, so now. Part and also theme um, slot slot. Oh yes, because okay. you can actually have more complex selectors in a slot, right? You can have yeah. uh, multiple class names or something in there. Um, add to the specificity. 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 Yep. So yep. Uh, yes, yeah. Part part ah. and, and theme is the other half theme. of that. Not shipping. Not yeah. not shipping yet, but that yeah. is allowing you to. What what is it actually allowing? You okay, to so with part. You can, if you've got a uh, a custom element inside your Shadow DOM, mm-hmm. you can on that custom element put the export parts attribute, mm-hmm. and then you can sort of list the parts of that component oh. that you want to be reflected on your component as well. And you can actually rename the parts along the way. You can do a map oh. of, of one thing to another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, theme is the is the same as part, except you don't need to do the exporting. Exporting just always happens. Okay. So good theme, same as part, but it, it kind of goes deep into the it goes deep into the shadow dom. Um, I see, and and I see. works like that. But yes, it's it's part that's shipping, and I'm really excited about it because with uh, with Edge moving to Chromium, that's going to be all browsers with shadow dom, right? That, that's pretty much yeah. I mean, uh, if one, that once happens. once that happens, we should have custom elements and shadow dom everywhere. Everywhere. Yes, exactly. Everywhere. So that's when because we avoided that in Scroosh. Talking about yeah. Again. Uh, we used the shadow DOM, but we used the custom element polyfill 
Well, the Shadow Dome one. Because Shadow, Shady Dome is just, it's, I mean, it's, it's a piece of genius. Yeah. But because it needs the pre-processing on the styles, because otherwise it has to yeah. emulate the style boundary by basically renaming your class names, yes. making them unique. Um, it was a bit scary. It, yeah, it was scary. We just ditched it. And honestly, it worked quite well. We, yeah, we, we, I, there is a lot of things that would be better with Shadow Dom, but I think we were like, we don't need it that much, so let's just wait for we, till we can use Shadow Dom proper, and we will. Proper. Uh, proper. Proper Shadow Dom. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've been uh, engaging with some brands. With some brands. With some brands. I so I was on a flight to well to San Francisco for CDS, mm-hmm. and uh, as a, a BA flight, and in the bathroom, they they've got a sink, but there's a sign. It's a good thing that they have that sign. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, it's useful. Useful kit. They've got they've got everything you need in there. To, one what you plus want one point for them. Yep. But next to the the sink, it says, uh, "For the next passenger, please wipe off the basin." Right, mm-hmm. um, which I, I, I was, is, isn't the mean? basin there to be wet? Like you know, it, it catches the water. I mean, that's why it's shaped like it is with a plug, right? It seems yeah. it seems like it's designed why, why, why for dry, water. Dried off because um, otherwise humidity gets too high. I, I don't, I don't know, but so I thought, well, I'm bored because I'm on a plane, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the driest be basin. A nice person for once. Yeah, exactly. And so I I gave it a go, but the tap is motion activated, <laughs> so you can't. You, 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 and you posted a video on this on Twitter, right? I posted a video to it, and I and I emailed. And I saw your really frustrated hand gesture. You were like, ah, oh, I, I, I got my in, tissue got wet. Mm. I got in contact with BA about it, didn't <laughs> I? <laughs> I mean, I, that's what subtweeting will do here. <laughs> yep. So and, and so I, I said to him, it's like, hey, hey BA, what, what's the deal? How's <laughs> how's this supposed to work? And they replied back, I've written it down. Uh, Hi, Jake. It's more to do with making sure the areas surrounding the basin are not left soaking wet from Natalie. And I mean, who washes their hands like that? And also, that's not what basin then never put means. That on the sign. The area, yeah, around. <laughs> and so I did say, it's like, well, that's that's not what basin means. Basin doesn't mean the bit around the basin. the basin. Yeah, because <laughs> really, that includes everything except the basin. <laughs> As you're scrubbing the ceiling it's, in the bathroom toilet. <laughs> I mean, how much of how much of outside the basin am I supposed to clean? Like, At some point, they're like, "Sir, are you all right?" Oh no, I've moved outside the basin. I'm cleaning the rest of the plane at this point. <laughs> the passengers because that's rubbing all... the face. <laughs> yeah, I'm cleaning the passengers. It's all outside the basin. Got to get that ready for the next. And that's how you were denied immigration. And so, <laughs> and BA replied, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, it's about being helpful to your fellow passengers and leaving the area as tidy as you would want it left for you, Jake. The comma before that, Jake. <laughs> thanks for taking the time to get in touch with us about this issue from Julie. <laughs> I mean, finding They're the area as tiny as I would like to find it does not include the basin being dry. No. I don't care about the basin being dry because no. it's a basin. I think we should just be thankful they didn't ask us to dry the toilet. I mean, like, how far does this go? That's the, but I, I still don't. I still I, don't I'm understand. I'm scared of these. Airplane toilets because yeah. I feel like when once it went off while I was still sitting on it because I don't know why but it went off. Did you, did and how did you end up in the system? <laughs> in the like, system because I imagine because I I would be worried that it would just suck my guts out. It, it did. <laughs> did <I> was, it? <laughs> and you were just well, felt quite nice, didn't it? Having to pop them back in. <laughs> No, it was a, there was definitely some strong draft going on. 
I always wonder, do they just use the outside air to create that? I would. That, yeah. That's just open. A, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> roll it straight out. Yeah, just open it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a fake story that goes around like every year about um, a woman in Yorkshire who died after being impaled by a javelin of wee. <laughs> That was oh, because it froze from yeah, <laughs> it is. It goes around people. Yeah, get, is this because you tell it every, every year? It's, yeah, it's, it's me. <laughs> I spread it. It's, it's from a TV show, an old TV show called uh, The Day Today. Uh, anyway, uh, there we go. Um, how long? How long have we been recording for? One hour. Or oh, we have so much to talk about, but also I guess it's so. It depends if uh, it's. Is there anything? I mean, it's Christmas. Do we? Because okay, so one of the things I do at Christmas is I commute. Oh, drive up to Carlisle, and so I quite. That's where you're from. That's where I'm from. Uh, like a salmon, I swim back upstream <laughs> to lay my eggs. I so I we we could do, I, I quite like a, a long a long podcast for for that sort of thing. Oh, should so we add a little bit? Yeah, we could. I mean, we could we have, do an extra so that, topic. that means we have like four hours left on the SD card. We do. Yeah, let's just. Uh, I like it by the way that we have Dan, our producer, sitting here because we're using mics for the first time, yeah, and he's basically yeah. to try hard to not laugh too loud when we do stupid things, and also just not to fall asleep during the the, other bits, the boring bits. Nice job. He's just on his phone reading Twitter. That's, that's basically our jobs, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's actually true. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so uh, we what, what have we got on so, our list? We've I, got. Um, I got things. Yeah, I got things. So um, I I've been playing with streams. Oh, streams are nice. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, oh, I do like streams. Yeah, and uh, for a while now in Canary, at least we've had transferable stream. Yes. So basically, it's, it's the, the 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 stream spec gives you the trifecta of stream tools. It's the readable stream, right, The yeah. writable stream, and then the transform Form. stream, which yeah. is both at the same time. Yes. What it goes is, in and one and, and it comes out the other, and you get a chance to transform it in the middle. And what I really like about it. Compared to, like, say, node streams, is the transform stream is just an object with two properties, readable and writable. Yeah. Which one is a readable stream, one is a writable stream. Yeah. So it's really easy to, like, just give one of those parts away. Yeah. Like, to just give someone the readable and then someone else the writable. And there's the separation there. It's not just. Yeah, to a them, it's object. just a readable stream or a writable stream, but yeah. you are in the middle doing your bits, whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think they're really well designed. They're actually technically completely user line. There's no. Nothing the browser needs to know about them. So there is a, com- a completely high-fidelity polyfill or implementation for yes, them in JavaScript. Absolutely. It's not easy to implement them by no means because they have the concept of uh, buffering and back pressure and all these things, yes. which is absolutely non-trivial. But it's great to have them. And so yeah. I have been playing with those mostly because I had a hunch. My hunch was that observables, you know, like RxJS, the thing yep, where yep, yep. Instead, of, instead of having an event listener... You think about it more like a stream of events, right? Yes, and that's which is what Eric says, yeah. And so I was like, a stream of events? So you can use streams. And so I tried to implement a couple of the observable patterns right. with streams. And I've been actually faring quite well with it. And I, I was a bit surprised because I was now wondering, like, what is the actual difference? And as far as I can tell, the only big difference in... Synchronous, asynchronous. Maybe it's that, that they're synchronous because streams are... Async like, so in terms of like it queues a microtask. It queues right? a microtask, yeah, yeah. so it's all gonna happen in the same frame, but it it might happen out of order. Yeah, uh, not out of order, but it might interleave with other microtasks. It, it becomes interesting for other code that depends on being synchronous. And yeah, one of those things would be prevent default. True. Um, true. But, yeah. Which I barely ever do. So yeah, um, yeah fair enough. But 
I think the biggest difference that I've seen so far is that in you obs- barely ever prevent default. No, I'm not letting you away with that statement. Yeah, like, I don't write UI. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I do, but I mostly end up doing other bits. But yeah, the second you do touch interactions, you do want to prevent default. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's probably where the stream implementation would come become. I think Although, I'm not sure. Can you prevent it in a micro? You can, you can actually prevent it in a micro task. Uh, I think so. Unless there's other code running on top. Like, so it would actually be fine if you're a touch listeners. Uh, it would only break if um, something in JavaScript land triggered the event um, by calling, like, uh, element.click, because mm. that stays on the stack, or uh, element.dispatch event, because yeah. that's on the stack. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, if it's actual genuine UI, you can prevent default. I wonder if in service worker land you might get some more problems because they're much more intricate about their ticks. Either no. way, I think the only difference <laughs> otherwise that I've no, seen between observables and streams is that it is more common or easier to have multiple subscribers in observable land, while in stream ah, land it is... You tee it. You have to tee it. You have to tee it. You, can't, you yeah. can only have one reader, which can both be a feature and also annoying. Um, so far, I've been faring quite well with it. But I found it quite interesting. So basically what I just did, I uh, found good TypeScript typings for streams, which are just yes. now merged. So now they're probably generic. You can say, this streams emits things of this type. Yep. Um, and they have everything for the controller to en- to queue up things in the stream and all that. And built little uh, transform streams to do something like debouncing or zipping to readable oh, nice. streams and all these little things. And it's quite enjoyable. It's, it's, it's very nice to have these little bits of behavior encapsulated and just pl- li- almost literally plugging them together. So mm. it's like, oh, listen to events from this button and from this button, and then you just merge those streams, and then you map to the uh, target element, and you just check then the ID. And but it means you'll be able to do nice things like... Um, so streams aren't async iterable right now, but there is... Oh, yeah. It's like a four-line polyfill to make I, them do yeah, that. Th- that's why I um, I have a for each transform polyfill, so you can just for each over them, right? Yeah, so, for for awaits. Yeah, yeah. In this case, yeah. I, I, I transform stream. So you just give a for each that takes a function, and that gives you a transform stream that will call your function every element. Oh, I see. I see. So it's okay. the same thing. It doesn't really matter, but yeah, um, it's so easy to just plug things together. And now the interesting bit is what we also have in Canary is transferable streams. Yes, and I've not played with these yet. So I, neither so, have I. I mean, I have oh, okay. done a little experiment. But yeah. basically what it means is you don't have to... It actually is kind of okay to do it yourself without them. But it basically allows you to just take a stream mm-hmm. and transfer it with a message to a worker. And you can just read the stream on the other side, even though the data processing happens on the main thread or so, the other so way you around. Could, if, you, so if you create a transform stream without a transform, that is that becomes a, an identity stream, right? Yeah. Like it's... It, Something goes in the writable, it comes yeah. out of the readable. So you, you, I guess the idea is you can create this. I think only this... readable streams are transferable. Oh, really? Yeah, because that's the only bit that matters, right? You can have a transform stream, or you can just transfer the readable. The, the, the controller bit still runs on the one thread. Oh, I suppose, yeah. And then you can read it on the other thread. And basically every chunk, as they are called, every item uh-huh. on that stream has to be structured, clonable. Cloned, yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't work. But once it is established, it will just appear on the other end. That's really handy because yeah, you, you so you create your identity and then post the reader part of it yeah. off, and, and then so you can I, write to the I right have level. this idea where now something that the RX version for Java was able to do for a long time, but RxJS never has been able to do is the whole you define your individual steps of the object. You usually with mm-hmm. observables you, you create a source, you might merge them with other observables, whatever, and then you have like a map and a filter and do processing on it, right? Like a couple of steps. Yes. And then in the Java version, you can just put a little function in between. It's like all the subsequent ones 
run them on a different thread. Ooh, interesting. So this is where I do the expensive processing, but I don't want to block the main thread on it. So I just do this. It's called a scheduler in Rx land. Just run this on the non-UI thread. And with transferable streams, we can now do this on the web. And especially if we have things like uh, blocks. Like it, uh, so there's a proposal by Dominic to make <coughs> it easier to... It's by Dominic, isn't it? <laughs> I think Surma had something to do with it as well. <laughs> just winding you up. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So, Soma and Dominic, or was it entirely you? Uh, we had it. Leg- I'm not even lying. Like, I had an I- had had this idea. Mm. Pink Dominic because he's the right person to talk about. He was like, I'm literally writing on a proposal right now. Oh, okay. So, and so, so you just joined forces. Tesla. It hasn't gone anywhere yeah. so far because people are. TT39 is difficult, but you know, slow, that's a different yeah. story. But it's the idea of being able to make it easier to transfer little bits of code to another. Yeah, but make, make it, saying that the functions become structurally clonable or transferable. So that, yeah. Because right now, if you have an object with a function on it and you post message it, it is still structurally clonable. It just lose all the functions. They're yes, just gone. Of course. And that's kind of expected because a function can like reference variables on the outer scope. So you can't just transfer them. Yes. So we are now, the idea is to say that if you mark a function as Transferable, whatever we decide the marker word is in the end, um, that you lose access to the outer scope, making sure that they're pure and then they're transferable suddenly. That's really cool. Because so that would be a nice way of, of just yeah. taking these little bits of code and, and throwing them onto the main thread. I'm 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 really excited about it. I think it's it's a nice way to well, it helps us explain a little bit how uh, streams cross from a service worker to yeah. I was like that right well, now. Service worker kind of does it, but not. With transferable streams, well, we just ha- magically hand, happens. Yeah, we hand wave our way through it. Yeah, <laughs> um, so it, it does help explain that, and it, it does pave the way to things like uh, request and response objects being structured clonable slash transferable. Yeah, one of the two. And, and also, uh, I also think about media streams because you you can only get the media stream on the main thread. I don't actually think it's an actual readable stream. I hope no, will, it's a different. I hope thing. it will be at some point because mm. then you could have give me the webcam stream. But actually, don't do the processing on the main thread. Just shift it over to the That's to the worker and do the processing there. The part of the problem I think media streams have is be, is the sort of multiplex nature of media doesn't lend itself to being a single stream. Although there are cases where you just want a single stream. I just want the frames of the video. But if you've got like audio that needs to be in sync with video, I think that's when why they justify having their own sort of streams yeah. formats and stuff. Uh, I don't know. It's not that's something I know. But yeah, I streams know streams are also. Just remembered. Another nice thing about streams is the in a transform stream, mm-hmm. you get to write a function that gets called for every chunk that comes in, and you yep. can transform it or not. You can also discard it yep. and put it back out in the output stream, the writable yes. end, the readable end. <laughs> Confusing. Yes, you get something correct. in from the writable end because somebody writes from the outside, and you get it put in the readable end. Yes. Um, that function can be async, and you won't process any other chunks until that one is done. So that, for example, gives you an easy way to when you think about event handling, mm. to not process any subsequent events until you are done fully processing the first event, even in an async nature, which yeah. is much harder to do with event listeners currently because you have to keep build up a queue yourself and then yes. go through that queue. So the, the poll function in readable streams is, is same, the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and the start function. like it, yeah. you, it won't call poll until your start function has been fully called in yeah. an async way. Uh, exactly. And so yeah, they're yeah. actually kind of like a Swiss Army knife. I find the more I use them, the more I like them. They're really well done, and they're very useful in many different ways. It, it does feel like a masterclass of design, of yeah. API design, and and there's a lot of prior art that has came up that, that Dominic was able to look at yeah. because 
Um, yeah, how many free stream implementations in Node? <laughs> many in other languages. And and so I don't think Dominic would have been able to do such a good job without seeing the But also props to actually going and doing all that research. Like Absolutely. Actually, like he could have just taken the Node streams and put them on the web. Like yeah. here's three events, start, data, end, or whatever it is. Yeah. And um, luckily he did not. This is... It's yeah, it's a much better system. I, and I hope it's something that Node will take on as their fourth streams implementation. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're really nice to work with. Yeah. Go on, and I, I, I think even even on my commute, I've got home by now. <laughs> should, should we call that's, it a, that's a lie. It's, it's a six-hour drive, but uh, yeah. But I've got other podcasts. I'm, I'm sick of your voice. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I have headphones on and hear it very closely. And my ears get sore. In, in, I've got these other ear things. Oh, they're so comfy, though. Oh, no, my, I've got big ears, mate. I get, I, that's why like, oh, I've got big ears, mate. I've got, big, I've got big, those big, big boy ears, like. <laughs> so they get, they get all sore inside the earphones. So I've got all, We just lost all American views. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going back up north, so I've got to relearn the, no, the slang of my people. I've been um, watching a show that you introduced me to called Limmy's Show, with, Limmy's who, is, show. who is a Scottish comedian with yes. a proper accent, and I am enjoying it. It's it's yes, it's it's uh, the accent alone is entertaining, but doing comedy with it is just it's gold. We should link to one of our favorite sketches then, just to just who, to do he, that. He was a web developer. He said he's a Flash developer. Yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, and turned comedian when the whole Flash thing sort of. Uh, Fell through. So I said, what you're going to do when the web falls through. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to try and <laughs> gonna get my own sketch show. It will not be as good as Lenny's, to tell you that. Um, but yeah, like, the, 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 my, we, we've got different words in Carlisle for, like, yeah. So like, oh, we have a lot of different words in Germany, but that's not as interesting. I oh, think. that's true. Yeah, you do win on the number of different words. <laughs> <laughs> but so just, um, in, in, in Carlisle, you wouldn't say that's unfair. You would say that's. I'll, I'll do it in the accent. That's proper lodgeful, lodgeful, La- lodge, lodgeful. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't even know how you'd spell it, but that's. The, uh, but if you're embarrassed about it, you shant. Proper shant about that. But yeah, it's, 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 it's I feel like the further north you go, the more the word proper comes into play. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I really enjoy. We drop pro- proper massive is yeah. Uh, because I think yeah, Kinlan also from the north. Yeah. Well chuffed. Not, not chuffed, yes. <laughs> Although yeah. chuffed is pretty, I, I hear chuffed a lot, but he's just doing, lot, doing yeah. the whole well chuffed. Well chuffed. Well chuffed. Yeah, yeah, I think that's put, putting well before things. Um, yeah, that's definitely a northern thing. So, I, and I, so I've got to, got to go back through the, you know, Cumbrian to English dictionary and make sure I remember all the terms for that. But I, I, yeah. so, so basically what you're saying is the podcast in January. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. <laughs> Luckily, I'm not going back to Germany this year. I'm going to Canada, so I I, I might stay more English. Well, I think that would have been fun if we do a podcast, you speaking in German, I'll speak in <laughs> Cumbrian, and uh, lose all the subscribers. I think that would be fine. All the three that we have. All the three. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of the actually, things, we don't actually, we don't have a, we haven't really figured out how many people are listening yeah, to this. Like, so. Yeah. I also think like it's, we, 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 we don't us. promote the podcast very well. A lot of people apparently watch the videos and don't know that there's an accompanying podcast. Yeah. Maybe well, promoting it here is not going to help me. No, because <laughs> the listeners already know. I, th- I reckon 100% of people listening to this listen to the podcast. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of assuming that they're listening. Well, that's true, yeah. That's true. I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, oh well, well, with that, I guess uh, nothing left to say except Merry, Merry, Happy Holidays. Happy Merry Christmas time. Happy Merry Christmas. We, yeah. we, 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 don't, we, we say Merry Christmas, right? We're not worried about... I, no, look, literally no one is worried about it. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry, yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> On that high note. We're <laughs> <laughs>
or whatever else to celebrate, have a have a merry one of those as well. So, uh, and we'll we'll be back in a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have no plan on stopping. We've oh, been. actually, it's because I'm going to continue going on long. <laughs> it's about squish. It's, no, it's not, <laughs> it's not about squish. Um, Supercharged ended. I did. Yeah, you, you, you killed, killed it. it. And I was looking because you did a nice little outro video. Yeah, because like, I think historically people just stopped doing videos with their show at some point. Yeah, and I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm, it deserves a goodbye, proper goodbye. Yeah. And what I liked is the the amount of positive comments. I mean, they were negative, good, but they were positive. Oh, they, they were sorry, they were to sad, see sad, sad but positive. Yes, absolutely. There was there was just excellent feedback for the show. So I'm thinking we should just we should quit two or three just for like a month. <laughs> Bring it back, <laughs> like we do every month, just so we, just so we can get cre- get, get some, some nice, publicity, some, some nice feedback, and in. then just go. Oh, you know, j- just due to massive demand. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest; like, I did not realize that that many people would feel that strongly about it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, the reason I I shut down Supercharged is because I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I I want to do a new format. It, it, oh. It's gotten tiring to come up with micro tips. For, right. for a yes. month yeah, 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 kind yeah, of thing yeah. it's been fun but also at some point you just run out and I realize that a lot of people like the very basics but that's not very enjoyable for me but if I went too deep then people wouldn't know what to do with the microtips because I was just like oh look if you do this very trick with structured cloning and workers so it was hard to find a balance and I was like let's just you know what it's been three years it's been great let's just put that specific branding call it call it a day come up with something new come up with a, with a fresh idea and then yeah. So I'll do videos. I, I love doing videos. All right. Well, you're going to do two or three, right? You're going to yeah. You still okay? That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. I don't want to find another person. I'm running out of friends now. There's <laughs> two of you gone. Just put in Dan. So there's most of my yeah. Yeah, we're just oh, just just me talking with a sock puppet. <laughs> I've recently listened to a couple of podcasts where it's just one person, and I can't get over how awkward it's sometimes. It's not awkward like that they're struggling, but just the very fact that they're alone just it's just like. That is a person sitting alone in a room speaking into a mic. Well, I, I think we've both done it for things like Udacity courses before. And At least I was speaking into a camera. That's true. You're never alone when there's a camera in the room. <laughs> 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 That's... <laughs> that was very know. 1984 of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a saying, isn't it? Is that a saying now? Yeah, it is now. <laughs> You're never alone when they're all watching you. <laughs> And on that note, sleep well, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.